The idea with creating Let Us Grow was to create a level playing field for having a garden at home. I think it really started with wanting to improve access to fresh, healthy food for everybody. Welcome to Teach Me Something New. I'm your host, Britt Morin, and this is a production of iHeartRadio and Brit & Co. All my life, everyone's told me I should focus on being good at one thing. But the truth is, I'm curious about a lot of things. But how do you learn about everything? The answer? Make the world's best experts teach you in less than an hour. So come along with me as we all learn something new. You likely know today's guest from her iconic roles in films like Elf, Almost Famous, 500 Days of Summer, or her hit TV show, New Girl. She's also one half of indie music duo, She and Him, alongside folk artist, M. Ward. I'm talking about none other than Zoe Deschanel, and she's here to tell us all about her newest venture, which is ironically not a new film or show, and not even tied to the entertainment industry at all. In fact, Zoe has spent the last few years creating a cool and innovative way for us to easily grow our own food at home. She's here to teach us more about all she's learned over the years and why we should consider changing the way we eat. Welcome to the show, Zoe. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. So I have to obviously start with this. You have gone from movie star to healthy food champion and dare I say gardener. <laughs> I, I want to learn more about your new venture. But first, what sparked your interest in the food space? So i I have two kids and I have a daughter and a son. And when I was pregnant with my daughter, I started getting really interested in food and trying to eat as healthy as possible because, you know, I wanted a very healthy baby and make sure that, you know, everything worked out great because it was my first pregnancy. And I started doing a lot of research on food. And the more I found out, the more I was surprised at how difficult it was to find out about the food I was eating and how much food waste there was. The, the way the food system has evolved is pretty inefficient. And, you know, I got interested in growing my own food and, of course, also buying a lot of organic food and, and going to farmer's markets and stuff. But I realized that I had access to a lot of stuff that not everybody has access to. You know, not everybody can go to a farmer's market or go to, you know, a market like Whole Foods or a health food store. So I, I think it really started with like wanting to improve access for everybody to fresh, healthy food. Got it. And so there you are on your journey. You're having a baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As a exactly. mom of two kids, I actually went on the same journey, especially because when you're making their baby food, once they can finally eat baby food, you're like, you know, told you should make it from scratch and you have to go mm -hmm. get like fruits and vegetables <laughs> and puree them and freeze them. And there's like yeah. the cute ice trays and all the things you're supposed to do, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. And then you do it and the kid's like, ah, I hate this food. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And they're like, just give me the little pouches, please. Um, which is what I totally revert to. Um, but so, but you came up with a different idea, which was like, oh, well, maybe we could actually grow our own healthy food inside our home. So can you tell us more about yeah. that? Yeah. So I had had gardens before and I always had to get people to help me because I am not talented 
at gardening. <laughs> there are so many amazing, talented gardeners, and I'm so in awe of those people. But Wait, what was your biggest gardening fail? I have to ask. I really have a hard time with it. I'm not I'm not great at it. And then when I did have in-ground gardens that worked, just dealing with the slugs and stuff was hard. Oh my God. The slugs, the yellow leaves. I actually <laughs> just planted a garden last month and forgot that I left the little, we have a little gate on it and it wasn't mm. latched. And the deer came and ate my whole garden after I spent yeah. a whole weekend planting it. And I was like, so distressed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there, there are a lot of things, you know, that, that you have to contend with having a garden and, and look, the idea with creating Let Us Grow was to create a a level playing field where having a successful garden wasn't based on having good soil, wasn't based on having space or access or time because, you know, I don't have a lot of time to devote to gardening. And I really related to, you know, people not having all the things you need to have a successful garden. That's really how it started. We just wanted to create something that was foolproof and where we had thought of everything and where we knew we could create a product that would be successful. So can you actually explain what lettuce grow is? This is a product that can grow food magically, it seems to me. Yeah, it's a hydroponic device and hydroponic means just growing in water and you put nutrients in the water uh, every week and you balance the pH so that it's not overly acidic or alkaline. And basically it circulates water. It has like a little device at the top that drips water down. So all of the seedlings get enough water and nutrients, and then it it recycles the water. So basically you're able to grow food with 90% less water than growing in ground, because when you grow in ground, the water gets, you know, soaked up by the soil. And this uh, is really, it's really efficient water-wise and it's very nifty. (laughs) Yeah. Most people are putting this in their kitchens, not in their outdoor gardens. Right. I have mine outdoors. It's, it really depends on where you are. So if you have sunlight and you want to grow um, outdoors, that's great. You know, if you're in a colder climate, you can have it inside. We wanted to make it beautiful so that it would look like a piece of furniture. So you want to have it in your home or in your garden. We have grow lights. So if people are in a cold climate, they can grow indoors all winter. And then you can put it outside during the summer months and it works great. Either way. Oh, the other thing I want to mention is that it is vertical. So you can grow on a balcony. You can grow basically anywhere. If you have like two feet by two feet, you can, you know, fit it in there. Amazing. Or three feet by three feet. Like if you want, you want to have a little wiggle room. But yeah, it's it's really, really, um, it's it's very efficient. And you could have two or three of these on a balcony and you could be growing as much as if you had a giant yard just completely made of raised beds. So it's extremely efficient in in multiple ways. What kinds of things can you grow in it and how many at one time? You can grow anything that is not a bush or a tree. I like to grow kale, lettuce, like you can grow any kind of leafy green, lettuces, you can grow strawberries, watermelons, squash, zucchini, cucumbers, peppers, beans, herbs. Amazing. I've grown like green onions, like so many different things you can grow. Flowers, like edible flowers are so pretty in salads. Oh, I love those in salads. Yeah. Yeah. So we grow a lot of those. That's actually in my new, I have a harvest plan that I'm just, that we're just releasing and, 
And I put a lot of edible flowers because I think they look so pretty in salads. Oh, agree. Totally. Especially for springtime. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And how did this all happen? When did this all come about? I mean, you were you're obviously it was like post you being pregnant, realizing your kids needed to eat better food, you realizing you're not a good gardener. And then Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) let us grow as invented. Yeah. So my co-founder is the father of my kids. It's my ex-husband, but we get along great. We're friends. We, you know, work together. We co-parent. So he founded several companies. He's more of a tech person. And he got very like obsessed with fixing all these problems. It kind of came slowly because first we were really focused on, you know, getting people to grow at home. But then A lot of people we talked to were like, well, I'm not a good gardener. And I could really relate to that because I also am not a good gardener. Look, we are supportive of any way people want to grow food at home. We just want people growing at home. But this is for the people that have, you know, face challenges like work a lot or aren't talented at gardening or have just a small space. And it's really great to see people have been um, really loving the kind of pride that you get from growing something at home. That's been, the, I think, the most satisfying thing for our growers. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's very human <laughs> to, to, yeah, yeah. to touch the ground or the dirt and like put like a seed in it. I mean, it's literally human, right? A seed begets like an actual living thing, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, but this, but we then, don't even have to deal with seeds. <laughs> oh, you just start with the <laughs> we seedlings. Get seedlings. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's one of the things that makes this such an efficient um, process is, is rather than, you know, the hardest part of growing is seed and ground, you know, getting seed from seed to seedling. Yeah, That's the sure. hardest part of growing, right? And if you go to a market, so the big thing that was, I think the thing that was probably the most inspiring for us to start this company was just how much food was being wasted. Like markets waste a lot of food and, you know, especially the fresh food because it goes bad. And by the time you get your food, it's, it's, you know, probably five to 10 days old if you go to the market. And then it goes bad. You know, you buy it, you put it in your fridge, you forget about it. It goes bad. It's, you know, depressing. And, you know, we kind of, I still buy tons of food at the market and farmer's market. I love supporting local farmers. Like, I'm not saying you, like, you shouldn't buy food at the market, but this is just a great addition to that because, your food's not going to go bad if you're just picking it right 
you know, outside your door or inside your living room, you know? Oh my God. And there's Um, such a different taste to like fresh grown lettuce that you literally cut, wash off and put in a salad bowl and eat like within 30 minutes. It's like the best salad you'll ever have in your life. And I got so into this during COVID as did so many people across the country because A, we were terrified the grocery stores were going to like shut down, right? (laughs) Um, B, we were bored. C, I think we were having mental health crises, like trying to just like deal with ourselves. And so, you know, growing our own food and having these like new hobbies were really helpful for us. So I think it's, it's, it's so interesting. And, you know, you and I live in California, so we are spoiled in that we, if we wanted to have a garden outside and do it, you know, the traditional way we, we could, we have great sunlight and soil, but like, you know, my husband's from Montana. I'm from Texas. Like you can't grow a bunch of things <laughs> in those climates and um, and, and those types of terrain. So I think this is so interesting for anyone yeah. that might live in those places or in a dorm room or, you know, yeah. just has a balcony in New York City or, or whatever it is. And I, I think that's so amazing. Are there any stats you've seen about the interest in gardening and growing your own food? Like from the last year, have you seen a surge of interest in lettuce grow, for instance? The the pandemic sort of sparked a lot of people's interest in health and wellness and wanting to grow their own food and cook at home and grow at home. And it really got a lot of people growing with us, which was, um, you know, a silver lining to, to this kind of very difficult year was that we could help a lot of people take pride in their food and grow at home. And that was, that was rewarding for us. Um, I will say one thing I thought of that we all make such an effort if we're trying to eat healthy to go and say we eat an apple or say we eat, or let's say, let's say we got a tomato at the store, but the tomato is 10 days old by the time we get it. And then we don't get to it for three days. And by the time we eat it, it's like a two-week-old tomato. It was picked two weeks ago. And it doesn't taste very good, and it's lost a lot of its nutritional value by the time we eat it. Whereas it, it feels like almost like a waste. You're eating food that's really, really old. It doesn't taste as good, and it's not as good for you. Um, and picking it right out of your garden, regardless of whether your garden is a soil garden or a hydroponic garden, it's the most nutritious right after you pick it. So, and it tastes the best. So I think it was also really exciting to help people, you know, kind of see how delicious, healthy food, fresh food could be. Totally. Have you actually picked up any plant care tips while you've been building Lettuce Grow? Like, are there other things that people I don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> You're like, I don't. I don't do any work. I, I, that's really what it, it, it sounds funny, but like. No, I love think, it. A lot of people think like I love gardening and I'm like, I wish it's not like I hate gardening. I'm just not good at it. And I wish I were good at gardening. I love seeing those people with their like, you know, hats and their gloves (laughs) and they're like really love getting in the garden and it's meditative for them. And I love that. I just am not good at it. I forget to, you know, water the plants. I just I really don't have that green thumb. So for me, I'm like, I do five minutes of work a week and it's all basically done for me because I know how much, you know, nutrients to put. And, um, we also know what microclimates people are in. We know what will grow well Mm -hmm. there. Um, all of our technology has been developed to help people be 
as successful as possible. That's our goal is to make it easy and foolproof and like for anybody. You just need to know when to pick it, I guess, and how to cut the lettuce so it keeps growing. What are some of the go-to meals you're making out of all of this freshly grown food that you have? Yeah, I make a ton of salads. Like it's such a personal preference thing. Um, Some people love the like lighter lettuce and stuff for salads. I like hearty lettuce. So I love like a kale salad. That's for me really great. I love kale. I love Swiss chard. I love both of those like either in a salad or I also like would parboil it and Mm. make it kind of a more softened kind of dish with a little tahini or something like that. I love making bok choy slaw. That's really easy. Um, I love making pesto. I make a kale and basil pesto that is so delicious. And, you know, you can get some kale in without, it doesn't really taste, it doesn't taste like kale. It tastes like yeah. plastic. Do your kids eat this stuff? Do your kids eat lettuce? Yeah, they do. Their, their favorite way of eating, they kind of like plain that's weird. They they don't like it with sauce on it or anything or salad wow. dressing so much. They they like eating it right off the farm stand. Oh my god! Um, yeah, they'll How did go out there and they go, I need to do this. <laughs> I have to make mine purees and you know trick them. How the old basil. are they though? Mine are four and six. Okay. Oh, very similar. Yeah. Um, mine are three and five. They just go to the farm stand and then they say, "Oh, can I try this? Can I try that? Can I?" You know, when they yeah. see it growing, they seem they're a lot more interested than if you take it and. Yeah. you know, wash it and put it in the, you know, they'd rather just pick it and eat it. So that's nice. And one of the things about getting kids to eat healthy foods, in my experience, putting the smallest amount, I'm I'm not kidding, like the size of the top of your pinky, that amount uh-huh. of, of food on their plate, like, and put a tiny bit of this, a tiny bit of that, a tiny, you know, like just put tiny, 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 and then they'll try it. And, you know, they'll know if they like it or not. But if they see a big, giant portion of something, they, like, won't even touch it. So for for my kids, and I've had very good luck with this, that if you make tiny things, you make it fun. Yeah. Cut it and get cookie cutters. Cookie cutters. What about, I also use those, like, little poker sticks that have, like, animals on them. So they feel, like, cute picking something up. That's tiny. Those are good. Sometimes they they can be destructive with those, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I know. I have two boys, so trust me. I know I'm not destruction. <laughs> it's crazy. I had those for like like a day, and I was like, I'm putting these away. They're, they're like, like poking just, eyes po- out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they're not poking each other. Well, at least mine weren't poking each other. They were like destroying my table and stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, my <laughs> table's like already destroyed by box. my children. There's oh, I have like <laughs> glitter and all the crevices. Like I've just given up on my table. Um, <laughs> My handmade <laughs> wood table. I want to actually ask you about the last year for you. It's been a wild year for so many of us. So what other creative hobbies have you gotten into in this last year? I know we're just talking about cooking, but I've cooked so many meals. And so that's been a great creative outlet and a nice way to stay healthy. And I I really love like going outside, seeing what's growing and letting that inspire my creativity. I'm always trying new recipes. So I just said some of my favorite recipes, but... I, I love just seeing what's ready to pick and kind of doing a, a quick search on the internet of like, <laughs> what could I make with this? And then kind of making my own recipes. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I 
I love feeling inspired by cooking. Um, I do love, um, I work with Cricut um, and uh, I do love making oh, I things. I that. Yes, yes. Uh, well, if you follow I... me on Instagram, I do a lot oh. of videos. So, um, yeah. Yes. So what have you yeah. been making there? Um, well, I love doing like tie-dye projects with my kids. We make tie-dye and then we'll, we'll put like, you know, um, iron-ons. Like I let them pick what, you know, dinosaurs or cats or whatever they're into. And we, we like making clothes. So that's fun. Um, I love labeling things. Like, oh my God. The label maker is my favorite thing. And actually yeah. this is a, this is a mom hack or a parent hack because my label maker has also become my six-year-old's favorite toy and it's actually helped him learn how to spell and read because he wants to label Fun. like everything in his room so he's like printing out like socks and like toys and airplanes and you know he's, <laughs> he's asking me how to spell it and print it and all those things so yeah the label maker is one of those classic awesome. devices yeah for for organization and reading so is there anything else besides you know, the shift to growing your food sustainably at home that you've picked mm -hmm. up on. I do. I did like that trend of everybody putting like feta in the cast iron pan with yeah. tomatoes and then mixing pasta. I was like, that is the easiest. The one pot. Yeah. The one pot pasta. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, have you seen the tortilla trend? So no. The, oh, like, yeah. The folding it. Cut the yeah. tortilla and fold it. And it's like a quadrant of the tortilla. <laughs> but it's I'm like, like a sandwich. that is with tortillas, like I, I mean, like I love a good tortilla, but I'm like I always feel like I overfill, so I'm like, oh, I like, oh, like because so it's I'm like, like I all the leaking really, out the sauces and everything. Judicious, yeah. I would if yeah. I, I haven't done that yet, but I was like, I have to be really careful because <laughs> I will, I will want to put too much stuff and and you know, like yeah. if I'm making like a quesadilla, it's gonna be like. I'm vegetarian, but I'm not vegan. I do like cheese. And I'm like, if I make a quesadilla, it is filled with the most cheese possible. <laughs> oh, for sure. And same with my pizza. I got a pizza oven during the pandemic. This is oh, another oh, one of my great. Like, cooking yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well air I fryer. Like, not to burn it. Air yeah, fryer. Yeah, I love the air fryer. I've been using the air fryer a lot and the Instant Pot. They're, I feel like those are kind of really nice tools to have especially like the instant pot if you're a vegetarian because you can make beans so easily that's why i use it for um, beans and rice i have two of them and i'll make like beans in one and rice in the other which is like Easy. great vegan yeah. protein source so yeah and i like things that speed up the process because again like we eat at five p.m yeah you know and so i i usually it's like four 4 p.m. I finish my last Zoom. I have to like yeah. run to the kitchen and make dinner and I'm not necessarily cooking all day. And if especially um, being vegetarian, we want to make like beans or rice like I can make that early in the morning or, you know, and oh, it can be sitting warm, warm. or it. I can do it last minute because it's quick. That's that's what I like, you know, is flexibility. It, it takes some of the time out and it prevents me from having to like leave a pot on open flame around a three <laughs> and a five year old. <laughs> Probably a good idea. I'm a good cook, not a good gardener. So that's okay. my thing. I'll give you that one. Okay. <laughs> like the magic of the first Yeah. I, I need magic with, with growing. So switching gears, I know that beyond um, helping to run lettuce grow, you 
still have a career in the entertainment business as well. And I heard you're hosting a new show called The Celebrity Dating Game. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever seen the old dating game. It's hilarious. So it's kind of like a version of that. And I'm the co-host with Michael Bolton. So we kind of are cupids matching people up. And one of the people like the, um, you know how there's one person on one side of the wall and then there's three people on the other side. So the person, the person asking all the questions is a celebrity. And then, so part of the game is the people guessing who the celebrity is. And the other part of the game is them trying to win a date with that celebrity. So yeah, so we are matchmakers and yeah, we already shot the first season. So. Oh, amazing. And when does yeah. it launch? In the summer. Okay, cool. So excited about that. Yeah. How yeah. have you um, sort of balanced this idea of entertainment career, um, working on Let Us Grow, being a mom, like all of those things? What does the day look like for you? Um, I'm extremely passionate about Let Us Grow. And my my main function with Let Us Grow is basically spreading the word, um, telling people about it, championing it. And so that's been very rewarding for me because, you know, I'm not a business person, really. I'm an idea person. So yeah, yeah, I I was one of the co-founders of Hello Giggles too. And that was kind of like, I was creative director. So I like coming up with fun ideas, but I was not a day-to-day business person in that either. So. But both are required to, to make something successful. And I think what you've done so well is like, you've championed this. I mean, just like we did in this conversation for a lot of women out there who probably don't consider themselves great gardeners. Right. Well, I'm like them. That's like, we created this product for people like me. (laughs) Exactly. But growing some of your food at home, it it creates an appreciation for food and, and that's really rewarding. All right. Well, we want to wrap this with a short lightning round, if you're up for it. Um, We like learning about what's inspiring our guests right now. So we'll do a few quick questions and shout out whatever comes first to mind. So latest TV binge. Uh, Latest TV binge. My problem is anything serialized, like um, I'll fall asleep during anything serialized (laughs) and then I'll miss you know, um, you know what we did, Jonathan and I watched um, West Wing at the beginning of the pandemic. We hadn't seen I started it. watching that too. I hadn't so seen good. it either. Yeah. But like then I would get stressed about falling asleep and then he wouldn't fall asleep. And so. I know. And then yeah. you're on different pages. Yeah. My husband yeah. will um, graciously let me go back to where I fall asleep. Yeah. And start from there. I, but- he he would, but but I but um, I just felt bad about it, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. First trip you want to take post COVID? Honestly, anywhere. I haven't been anywhere for like 18 months. So it would be cool to like go anywhere. Yeah, I agree. What's the last song or playlist you listen to? Well, I make lots of playlists, but um, my daughter, Elsie, um, has her own playlist and she um, and we have to play it. If it if she is around and we are playing music, it has to be she insists it be her playlist. So Elsie's um, playlist. What's on her playlist? The last song we put on it was Barracuda by Heart. Yeah. She's into hard rock with um, any guitars with distortion she'll like. <laughs> <laughs> my Yeah, my six-year-old listens to the Hamilton soundtrack, 
ACDC. Oh, yeah. And, and Taylor Swift. And I'm like, I'm appreciative of your musical taste. I think we I have all it. we have. We have uh, some of those selections in Elsie's playlist. Oh, good. OK, well, they should find each other on Spotify or something. <laughs> um, what's your favorite self-care activity? Oh, sleeping. Does that <laughs> That's count? A good one. Napping I mean, I work or, out. Or, I've, oh, no, I don't nap. I'm long nights of sleep. But um, yeah, I've been working out like the whole time. So that's been good. I, I'd like to take walks, hikes, and um, I have a little mini trampoline I like to jump on. Do you do a class or do you just like jump to music? Just jump. Not even to music. And just jump. Really? I like it. I love yeah. That. Yeah, it's great. Or I listen to podcasts. Oh, good. Well, yeah, I recommend yeah. one called Teach Me Something New. Um, I think that's a good one. <laughs> I uh, Or Audible, too. Like, I listen to, like, you know, books on tape. So, All right. Quick favorite scene from Elf. I, You know what? I've only seen it twice, so I don't remember it that well. It seemed, it, I know it's funny, but I don't watch yeah. myself in movies very much. So um, I don't. I mean, any. I'm like anything with Will Ferrell, but he's in the entire movie. He's just so funny. I, so I, I love it. All right. Well, lastly, if you could give one piece of homework to our listeners, because, you know, the show is called Teach Me Something New, what would it be? What's one thing they should do this week? I just like to suggest (laughs) that someone might, you know, make one dish with leafy greens. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And maybe a a leafy green. I like your suggestion of your suggestion of a leafy green you might not have eaten before. Like, yeah, that's a, good. A heartier well, one if you're usually, you know, in yeah, a, you're a lighter used, lettuce. Exactly. You know, you can really kind of like open up your palate by trying things, you know, go to the market or if you grow food at home, you know, maybe plant a seed or something. Or if you're using a farm stand, um, order a new seedling, something that you're not used to cooking with. One thing that I, I had always only had bok choy like steamed. And then when I started growing with the farm stand, we had bok choy, a bunch of it. And I had just so much, so many greens and I had bok choy and I'm like, I don't, I don't really know what to do with this. So I just took it off the farm stand and, you know, chopped it up like slaw and then made kind of an Asian, um, inspired dressing with, with, uh, like ponzu and, um, toasted sesame oil and then sesame seeds. And then I, it was so delicious and so easy. And then I saw a new side of bok choy that I'd never seen before. And I was like, very. I'm so glad you said that because I've never been really into bok choy. So that's going to be my homework this week. I'm going to try bok choy. Yeah. I think it it can be overwhelming, you know, steamed because it's like a big thing and like, it's hard to cut sometimes. And yeah. So, but there are many, it's super nutritious and, um, you know, and I like it steamed, but I, I, I really love seeing, you know, being able to, um, you know, try it different ways. So yeah, I, I love it that way. I, 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 it was kind of eye opening and very, and it's a super tasty recipe too. Yeah. And tahini. I've been trying to get more into tahini. So I'm going to do some combo. That's going to be my. Yeah, make a tahini dressing with like lemon juice um, and tahini and some chives and a little bit of salt. And I think you got a good um, a good topping. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, that's my homework. So if everyone out there wants to pick your lettuce in the way that you're going to make it, curate it this week. That is your homework. 
Zoe, this has been so fun, so easy. Likewise, You're just thank a you. Lovely person. Um, thank where you. Where can we find you? Find all the things about you if oh. we're not already following you. Okay, so I'm on. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm just at Zoe Deschanel on Instagram. Um, also uh, at Let Us Grow um, is our Instagram handle and. Um, at lettucegrow.com if you want to order a farm stand we're also going to be in west elm soon cool. um yeah and also um we sell farm stands at lowe's as well so there are a lot of different places you can get them okay all right i'm gonna do this <laughs> um thank you zoe you've been amazing thank you. thanks to everyone that's listened if you love this episode let us know by rating and reviewing on apple podcast and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode catch you next time Thanks for listening to Teach Me Something New, a production of iHeartRadio and Brit Co. I'm your host, Britt Morin. Find more information about each episode at Brit.co slash listen. You can also find me on social media. I'm at Brit or follow us at Brit and Co. Teach Me Something New is executive produced by Ali Ives and Ali Perry with additional production and sound design by Mark Lemmerjazy and Aaron Peterson.